0: This is CQ Roll Call's Policy Briefs, the latest in policy news from the CQ Roll Call newsroom. I'm Dean DeChero, and I cover technology. Of all the everyday priorities that changed as a result of the pandemic, few became more crucial than the need to stay connected to the internet, teachers, and to doctors. Efforts to expand broadband, and especially systems that could connect individuals to their healthcare providers, have long benefited from bipartisan support, even if Republicans and Democrats disagree over exactly how to best invest in those expansions. They were often discussed but rarely prioritized, the rare instance where both priorities agree only to be overshadowed by unrelated disagreements. Not so since the pandemic hit. Suddenly, expanding broadband and telehealth became key priorities for both parties, as connectivity became what Jamie Susskind, the Vice President of Policy and Regulatory Affairs at the Consumer Technology Association, calls universal primary issues of importance. Only 11% of U.S. consumers used telehealth services in 2019. Only months into the pandemic, however, that figure rose to 46%, with more than three-quarters of Americans expressing interest in using telehealth going forward. That's according to an analysis by the consulting firm McKinsey, which estimated that $250 billion in healthcare costs could eventually be virtualized. The need for broadband, especially for school-aged children, also expanded during the pandemic. In 2018, the Joint Economic Committee estimated that roughly 12 million students lacked the ability to do homework because they could not connect to the internet at home, with cost being the prohibitive factor. Estimates say that that number has likely risen to around 17 million as a result of the pandemic. Now, with the number of positive COVID cases falling and vaccine distribution on the rise, Lawmakers and advocates are beginning to think about how to build on the progress made during the pandemic. Last December, Congress approved $3.2 billion that would provide a $50 internet stipend per month to low-income families and individuals who lost their jobs or were furloughed as a result of the pandemic. More recently, Congress invested more than $7 billion in online learning subsidies that could be made law as soon as this week after the Senate passed $1.9 trillion COVID-19 package this weekend. Democrats now in control of the White House and Congress want to continue investing in broadband as well as telehealth as the pandemic papers. Bicameral legislation introduced last month by Senator Ed Markey of Massachusetts and Congresswoman Anna Eshoo of California would direct the Federal Communications Commission to update the National Broadband Plan from 2010 and analyze the effects of the pandemic on broadband policy. Prior to the pandemic, the main obstacles in the way of telehealth expansion were high cost estimates and questions about whether remote care could properly substitute for in-person health health appointments. Before COVID-19, Medicare's existing telehealth program was only available to individuals living in rural areas, and the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid could not pay for telehealth services received while an individual was in their place of residence. They had to travel to a clinic or a hospital in order to participate and have telehealth services covered. Last March, former President Donald Trump waived those requirements. Now, members of both parties want to make that waiver permanent. Bicameral legislation authored by Congressman Mike Thompson of California and Senator Tim Scott of South Carolina would give the Health and Human Services Department the ability to waive other telehealth requirements in the event of a future emergency. Like the broadband bill backed by Markey and Eschew, the telehealth proposals would commission a study on the use of telehealth during the pandemic.